the soldier lay down in the same hole that he had crawled into at sunset. Cold night settled over him. In an eerie silence, he shrouded the battlefield. The fire and the fury now had become an icy tomb. He needed to move. He needed to get out of there. He needed to get back to the line to rejoin the others. But he didn't know which way to go. This way? that way? He had no idea. You see, he had been turned around and around and around again during the fighting. And then he had stumbled and fallen in the darkness. And he was lost. As lost as he had ever been. As lost as anyone could be. Going the wrong way, well, it could cost him his life. Going no way at all, well, that, that could mean freezing. Capture, even worse. And so he began to pray. Well, he tried. The words wouldn't come. You see, it, it had been a really long time, in fact, since he had left home. God seemed to have slipped away. Pray? <laughs> prayer? What prayer? Well, then the picture of his mother came into his mind. She knew how to pray. <laughs> Even every morning she prayed. Every night she prayed. Every meal she prayed. She prayed at church. She prayed at night again at the altar. She called it. There was just an old table <laughs> covered with a white cloth and an old bent candle. She would light it in the middle, and then, well, we would all get down and on our knees. Seemed so silly, so pointless. But we would say our prayers, the soldier thought. I don't need this. I don't, I don't need this. I don't need to be where I am. I, I don't need to pray. I don't need to bother. I mean, what's, what's the point? He had asked his mother. And she would say, just, just, just pray. But what for? Someday. It will light the way. And the darkness seemed to press down on him. And he, and he mumbled some words. A stumbling kind of prayer. God, remember me. God, help me, he muttered. Not much of a prayer. <laughs> what else could he say? It's what he needed. He needed to be remembered. He needed help. And then he waited for an answer. But there was nothing. Just the night in the cold and the dark. Finally, he raised up his head to look out over the hole. What is that? Way, way in the gloom, in the, in the distance. 
there in the mist. It looked like a tiny flickering star. And he thought, well, what do I do? Should I follow it? I mean, is it safe? There's really no choice. So he crawled out of the hole and he began to crawl on his on his hands and his knees, and he crawled and he crawled what, what seemed like for hours until finally he came to a clearing, and there they were. The soldiers, the faces that he knew, all huddled around a fire. The sergeant then spotted him, and he whispered, Hey, soldier, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you look a little lost. And he just pointed in wonder. Fire. Oh, well, the sergeant came a little closer and he said, well, you see, the captain said it would be all right. Uh, to keep warm, we'll just light a little fire for a little while. And then, then we'll put it out, you know, the, the enemy. And he got on his knees. And he wondered. When I was in the dark, and I saw this light. <laughs> it looked like an old candle, an old bent candle that I used to know. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness. A light is dawn. Our soldier in that story was lost. In the dark, he was confused. He didn't know where to go. The darkness had surrounded him. It had trapped him. He was captive like a prisoner. And so many people are lost and in the dark, confused. Certainly in these last number of years, we've been in darkness. I mean, first there's a pandemic. <laughs> Something that we thought we'd never see. Science surely had taken care of that. It was not something that, that we would ever have to worry about. We would be immune. <laughs> but now what? Almost 7 million lives lost? And billions, that's with the B, billions have been affected. And now maybe a resurgence. And if that's not dark enough, what, about two years ago, the Cold War that we thought we had seen the last of with about 50 years of peace and tranquility in Europe, and now Ukraine is invaded and the threats and the fear. And the Middle East conflict. What's that going to end up being? I mean, I thought that the days where when I was in school and we had to be trained to hide under our desks, I thought all those days were over. But now, fear and dark. And all of those of you, and I know that you are out there, that solitary, lonely darkness this time of the year, what do they call it? The most wonderful 
time of the year. Unless you've lost someone. And then when tonight or tomorrow and you're gathered there by the tree and you find your favorite ornament, the first Christmas, the one that your wife or your husband or your mother or father or grandmother, they love so much it, it brought such great joy. And, well, they're not there. And the gift underneath the tree, it's all wrapped up. <laughs> but the person isn't there to open it. Well, maybe it's just not grief, but just disappointment. <laughs> Dis disappointed that everything's not right for your guests. Disappointed that not everyone is able to come. Disappointed that everyone is able to come. <laughs> and they still can't get along. Disappointed that you didn't have the money to buy all the gifts this year. It surrounds us. It can trap us. Make us feel captive like a prisoner. And finally, it seems like it can strangle the life out of us. We've all been there one time or another, and when that darkness comes, my friends, there is only one antidote, there's only one cure, and that is life. And that is what Christmas is all about. 2,000 years ago, a great light appeared in the world, and I'm not just talking about the bright star in the sky that led the wise men to that manger, nor the, the radiance of all those angels whose brilliance caused the shepherds to kneel down in fear. No, I'm talking about a tiny baby. The light of the world that was promised by Isaiah 700 years before that, because God knew that we would all be walking in darkness and the only thing that could set us free was light. And his name would be Emmanuel. God with us. God in the flesh. God wrapped in flesh in tiny claws. And placed in a manger, a feed trough in that little town of Bethlehem. He would be the light that is so powerful that there would be no place on earth where his love could not shine. Where his love could not find you and rescue you from the darkness of sin and even from the shadow of death. Because that's what death is. It's nothing but a shadow. And you know what happens to the shadows when there is light that has shined directly on it. It goes away. Because death, for those who have walked in the light of Jesus Christ, is simply the door to heaven. To be with God. To see Jesus in the flesh. And to be with there in heaven with him forever. That light then it takes away all the anxiety. It calms our fears. 
that takes the distress from our souls and, and fills us with unadulterated joy, the same kind of joy that you have when you sing these wonderful carols. Do you know what the best part about the whole thing is? It comes at the very end of the service tonight when the lights go down and you take those candles and we light from the flame here, the one with the symbol of Christ. And then we go down the rows and the, the fire is lit and it goes from one person to the next and to the next and to the next. Until that darkness is chased away and the, the whole room is as bright as it is now once again. That is the promise of Christmas. It's why we celebrate the manger and the baby and the angels and the shepherds and Mary and Joseph. And it's why we give gifts to one another to remember the greatest gift, the gift of life, the gift of Jesus who saves us from our sin. As we light the candles here in just a few moments, I hope you'll take just a moment to, to look into that light and to know that same light shines in your heart. That it wasn't God's plan just for it to remain there. You're going to light the next candle. And that's not the end of the plan either because then the next candle will be lit. And that is what we will do tomorrow and the next day, and I pray the next 364 days of the year until we return again to this place where your light will shine, the light of Jesus Christ, into all the world. Because finally, the light is truly the only cure for the dark. Amen? Amen.